good evening. Thank you for tuning in to WG2Love. We get to love. We're so glad that you were with us. We do not own the rights to this song. It is Yes, I Will by Vertical Worship. tuning in we ask that you would click the share button and like and comment we've got some really great things in store for you tonight same god that never fails will not fail you now he won't fail us now or ever in our waiting the same god that is working all things out for you and for me Yes, I will. Well, we're so glad that you are with us tonight and that you are able to tune in, whether you are with us live or if you are with us on the replay or if you're listening live on the podcast. Uh, tonight or today, we want to share with you about God is grading you. And you know, a lot of us are up for promotion. And I love how a lot of times we talk about the favor of God. And it's amazing how in the midst of everything that so many times we hear about favor, but we don't understand how to obtain the favor uh, favor of God, especially that gives us favor with men. And what we want to share with you today on We Get to Love is how much God loves us, that he tells us how we gain the favor of God and the favor of men. And one of the most interesting stories that we can relate to, uh, we, we could look at Esther, we could look at David, we could look at so many others, but tonight or today, we're going to look at Joseph. And Joseph, you can find his story in Genesis 37 through 50. Obviously, Genesis 38 actually compiles the story of Judah and Tamar. So that kind of breaks away. It's kind of a little story inside the story at the same time. But the story of Joseph is a very, very familiar story to most of us. And the qualities that are so important about Joseph is that really it denotes Joseph's character. And, you know, character to me is like diamonds. It's like how many carrots are you? And because of Joseph, his, if we were to look at his value in carrots, it was extremely high in relationship to his character. And the reason why that's so important for God or for any business person or supervisor or whatever profession you may be in or just your walk of life, why character is so important is because 
it allows people to be able to rely upon you just as much as your skill set. So you can't have skill and no character and having character without skill isn't beneficial. They have to be coupled together. And so when character and skill are coupled together, there's nothing but upside and the advantage. And the reason character is so important is because you have people have to know if they can trust you. And when we, when we see people like Esther and David and Joseph, as we're mentioning, they were trustworthy beyond every area that could possibly be a hamper or a hindrance in their progression. For instance, most of the times they always tell you as far as people in the business world, there are hangups that occur and it comes from the, I, I like to call it the PMS acronym, power, money, or sex. And so when those things are a weakness in the area of someone's character, it means that they can only be trusted to su such a degree and there's a limitation. But when our character is fortified, like Esther, like Joseph, like David, and David obviously had his mistake with Bathsheba, which is a very good point because when we realize that when that happened to David, his ascent began to plateau off. But because Joseph was fortified in the sense that he was trustworthy, that he didn't lie to his father and the events that would happen with his brother. And he always was giving truth reports, the full truth and not partial truth. He wasn't lying. And so people have to be able to trust us to tell the truth. Uh, no matter if it makes us seem like we're brown noses, some people would say, but to always be truthful, because that means that people can rely upon what you say. The other thing with Joseph is that he was not coveting something that didn't belong for, to him. And that means that he wasn't willing to take something that was not his because he knew, number one, that God had something better for him. And number two, he also knew that it would be beyond something that would hurt the heart of God. And, you know, it's very interesting when a lot of times, whether you're in the office or something, people can sometimes steal other people's work or take the credit for that. And that is the same thing as coveting or stealing and uh, can be very dangerous. But when, when that is always, again, to be trusted with information, that's things that are confidential, whether you're a counselor, whether you're a supervisor, whether you're a mom or a pastor, whether you're a business person, confidential information is very important to be exactly that, confidential. And so, you know, it was really amazing because Joseph first stopped was at the house of Potiphar. And it's amazing in the text in Genesis 39 that it says that his supervisor or the owner of the house put Joseph over everything in his household. And the only thing that the supervisor Potiphar ever concerned himself with or worried about was what he was gonna eat. And I think that's amazing that when we see that someone can entrust us so much in our character and our ability that their concern wasn't with what we do, but just simply what they were going to eat for lunch or eat for dinner. And I would say that's a pretty hefty bill to attach ourselves to or to trust. I think that's saying a lot. And, you know, one of the things there's 
things about Joseph that are, are really cool and amazing. And just going to give briefly give you um, 10 amazing points. And Joseph, when we're looking to be favored, he was principled. He, he had character and integrity, which we were talking about earlier. He was honest. He could always count on with what, no matter who it was for or against, that it was going to be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And you can you ask yourself that? Can people rely upon you to be truthful and nothing but the truth? You know, I can recall a couple years ago where our bosses, our president and CEO had told us with vendors um, not to take anything, meaning that a lot of times you have vendors that come in and they want to give you sweatshirts and stuff like that. And um, they were actually trying to get us in kind of like a, a lottery thing where it was a, a financial game that we would get, so to speak, not necessarily money. And it didn't seem like that. I'm kind of making it a little more blatant than it was. But in the midst of it, because it was kind of a gray area, I went and asked and I told my colleagues, I was like, I'm not sure if we can actually do that. And I said, you know, I'll check with our president and so I went and checked later and I asked him about it and he didn't say anything, but then later he called all of us in and he said, that's something that we're not permitted to do. But in light of that, he also mentioned, thank you, meaning saying my name for bringing that to our attention. And I think it's so important for us to realize that it's not that we're ratting others out. It's trying to make sure that we're having clarification that keeps us from being hindered later on or keeping us from getting in the, as we would say, the red or in a hot land where it would end up preventing us with future avenues of promotion. You know, another thing about uh, Joseph that ended up happening throughout the process and his journey was that he was humbled initially in in the beginning, as you read through the story in Genesis 37 through 50, Joseph, he wasn't humble. Uh, he boasted, and it really wasn't in the Lord, but he was boasting of his dreams. He may have been happy, he may have been cited, but as we read in Josephus, it was more of a boasting and a prideful thing that, brothers, you're going to be bowing down to me. And so in the midst of that, through the process, Joseph learned to be humble. And to be humble also means that we learn how to serve, that no matter how high we get, that we are looking to serve others. Another thing is that Joseph, he was disciplined. No matter what, he had that goal in mind that even though he was put in certain situations from the pit where he is tossed in by his brothers to Potiphar's house where he was a slave to the prison where he was placed where it was something he didn't do, Joseph remained disciplined and focused on the dream that God had given him many, many years ago. Another thing is that Joseph, he was faithful. You know, it's kind of crazy to be thrown in jail, even if we could think of now how there have been many instances where people have been released after being wrongly accused. In the midst of being thrown in jail, Joseph was faithful. He never bad mouth. He continued to reuse his resources and his gifts and continued to cause everything around him to flourish. He never became bitter. He never became despondent, but he continued with the same character. And I would say the fervency that he had, and maybe even more so as he began to 
perhaps realize things. And I want you to know and myself to know that when we're in promotion, that every step on the journey is to prepare us for that place of promotion that God has placed in our heart. And along the way, Joseph, he was learning so many different things that each phase, he was being entrusted with more people. He was being entrusted with more confidential information, so to speak. And he was being entrusted with more wisdom. And in the midst of that, we have to sometimes realize not what is going on around us as far as the circumstances, but what can we learn in the midst of the situation? What wisdom can we gain? What revelation can we gain? Because if God promises something, he's certain and for sure to do it. The other thing about Joseph is that he wasn't just faithful. He was competent and wise. You know, that's a, a very thing that's really important, especially I would say when we are Christians, a lot of people think that just because we're a nice person, that that is supposed to be the tell all and that's what's supposed to get us promoted. But Joseph, no, he wasn't just a man of character. He was competent and he was wise. He was skilled. As I said earlier, he was a man of character and skilled. And when you couple those together, you can imagine that there will be promotion. As the scripture says, your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men. And so Joseph, he wasn't just a man of character. He was a man of competence and he was wise and skilled. And that's so very important to realize that God isn't just saying that we need to be people of character. That should be an automatic, but we should also be des to desire to be competent and skilled in what we do. And if realizing that when we do that, that God puts our grace, his grace, which is his favor upon us to bring us to the top. And I think it's really amazing when we realize that, that the weight begins to be lifted of the burdens that life would try to place upon us. And we begin to use those burdens as stepping stones. We begin to use those burdens as opportunities instead of seeing them as obstacles, instead of problems, opportunities and the purpose to propel us into the destiny that God has for us. And the last thing, number eight, that Joseph allows us to see in this is that he was given strategy throughout all of his stepping stones and opportunities, he was able to come up with different ideas, different situations and different problems that were presented to him over this time of over 15 or 17 years, 13 years. It was 22 years by the time his brothers came to see him. But over this time span of 13 years, he had gained so many strategies from the different situations that he was very strategic and had wisdom just like that when he stood before Pharaoh. And ma'am, sir, I know that in this season, it, we're in such a time of transition and that some things in your life may look messy. They may look confusing. They may look like, God, you know, you said this, but I'm not actually saying this. And just like the song says that we were listening to earlier, that even in the waiting, yes, I will praise you. Yes, I will lift you up. And I want to tell you that ma'am, sir, my friend, in the meantime, while you're waiting, you need to, your response needs to be to God. Yes, I will lift you up because as you lift God up and give thanks, even in the midst of your circumstances, God is going to lift you up 
and allow you to see what you need to see to continue to cause you to move from situation to situation to be the vehicle to take you to the destiny that he's placing in your heart and more importantly give you the strategy the strength and the stability to continue along the endurance because we know that he that endures to the end that's the one that's going to receive the victory it's not the one that starts out but it's the one that starts and stays steady and consistent in the midst of it and so in the midst of it our character produces a weight of a carrot as we have talked about before as a diamond and joseph was very weighty but it doesn't just produce the character it's the consistency that allows us to then have the character and then the character coupled with skill causes us to have the favor with the competence that elevates us to prominent places and it's not just about being a nice person it's about being competent wise and skilled and so i want to challenge you not to just think that oh i have character but to be be competent and skilled in whatever you're doing and allow God to sharpen you and to know that not regardless of what's happening around you, that when you stay faithful like Joseph in the midst of any and every situation, that God is going to continue to propel you to the purpose that he's already pre-planned for you before time began and before you were in your mother's womb. So I want to challenge you with that and I want you to know to keep pressing into God to keep expecting great things as we're in this year transition as God is challenging us to change things that have hampered us for decades, things that have kept us from seeing the destiny and not just the destiny, but the purpose and the dream that he's placed in our heart. He's refining us and he's removing those things so that we can receive. So he's refining, he's removing so that we can receive what he told us that he had for us. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you'll join us next week and be with us. Thank you again for tuning in to We Get to Love, WG2Love, and that you would share and like and comment. And more importantly, we pray that you would be blessed the rest of this week. God bless you. And we're going to leave you again with the song, Yes, I Will. And knowing that when we say, yes, I will to God, and we continue to lift him up in the midst of it, that he's going to continue to do great things for each of us. So may his blessings continue to be with you. Have a great day.